Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales, Mark Howden from Consumer. Uh, you got a Remy note from us this morning. Uh, the stock's basically pricing in 10% EBIT growth all the way out to 2030. I guess that's not impossible given the attractive characteristics of Cognac. But first of all, you get a cycle every five years or so which interrupts growth, and we feel vulnerable about that right now. And secondly, reinvestment's going to be needed to drive that growth and push the portfolio higher. The shares are looking more than fully valued to me. We absolutely don't want to own Remy here. Uh, Remy also downgraded to underperformance Sopgen uh, this morning. Carlsberg has been upgraded to buy at JP Morgan and Campari upgraded uh, at Bernstein. And then finally from me, Greencore. Uh, stock's off another 12% since we flagged that poor sandwich data mid-May. And despite that and our positive views on management, we stay on the sidelines and we've reduced the price target. Uh, continuing uncertainties for us around what life uh, for Greencore will look like post-COVID, uh, and then you've got a higher debt position as well. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. We have a Tesco preview out today ahead of Q1 sales on the 26th of June. We believe it should confirm strong UK progress. We're reiterating the buy and remind of a post-Asia free cash flow yield of 10% and that it is an all-time peak discount to risk-free proxies. Elsewhere this week, we have results from Inditex and B&M. And we see a big consumer conference across the space on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There's a double upgrade out there on Kingfisher this morning. And then lastly, events that we're hosting, we hear from, uh, we have a, a calls in with The Real Real, the head of fashion and luxury at Timor, and also the biggest outlet village in China, Florencia, over the next couple of weeks. So do let me know if you're interested. Mangia from Industrial, this is Bruna. The Telegraph reported that Airbus has approached the UK government about a program that would encourage airlines to buy new jets and take older, more polluting aircraft out of service. We have also seen comments on social media from Politico that CEO of Airbus mentioned that initiative. What is not clear is whether this is aiming to support the production rates announced by Airbus in April or to enhance future demand. Sandy discussed the environmental pressure on airlines in his Planet Plane uh, note and talked about the possibility of governments acquiring new aircraft to support the industry and environmental targets in his Airbus upgrade note from March. In May, Airbus delivered 24 aircraft. There were no orders and no cancellations. In April, they delivered 14 and recorded no cancellations. And we estimate Airbus has ended Q1 with around 60 aircraft in inventory. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Commodity prices very much in focus for us today across the complex, starting with iron ore futures in China trading meaningfully above 110 bucks a ton this morning. That's on the back of further COVID-19 uh, supply disruptions in Brazil with the news over the weekend that Vale has suspended operations at its Itabura complex. Uh, production there annualizes to around 10% of uh, Vale production. That's around uh, 30 million tons. But frankly, I think this is probably a, a much nearer term event. Needless to say, tight iron ore market, supply disruption, good demand from China, and the iron ore price squeezes higher further, and that has good read across for Vale, but then also for Rio Tinto. Also in oil, worth noting Brent holding over 43 bucks a barrel on the back of OPEC Plus at the weekend, uh, keeping an eye on compliance, as well as those Gulf American shut-ins around a tropical storm. Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMG Special Sales. A couple of things to month this morning. First of all, Jerry Dellis is out with his 
24th of July Q1 preview for Vodafone, reiterating the buyer recommendation. Vodafone will also start disclosing as he highlights return on capital employed, which signals a clear focus on capital efficiency and growing confidence in the business. He's modelling return on capital employed growing from 4% in FY20 to 6.8% in FY24. Secondly, Giles Thorne is out for a review of the CNBC report on Friday that Just Eat Takeaway and Delivery Hero both expressed an interest in merging with Grubhub. No specifics um, have been given. Uh, we don't know the exact level of interest from Just Eat Takeaway or Delivery Hero. All else being equal, Uber could bid higher than Just Eat Takeaway and Delivery Hero, but has higher deal risk and a weaker currency. And, and we think also from an overall uh, shareholder perspective, this would not be welcomed news. However, it does smack of the old school bidding for old school businesses. Um, and again, that review out this morning from Delivery Hero and Just Eat Takeaway by John Storm. Good morning from Healthcare. After a busy last week with our conference, one had hoped for a bit of a quieter time, but over the weekend, we of course got the news uh, that uh, AstraZeneca may have been interested in Gilead, although media reports are suggesting that situation is now over. That's not going to stop people asking a million questions about it, uh, so let's deal with some of those. Uh, the odds of it happening, honestly, we don't know. The research view is uh, unlikely. Uh, the market view probably assumes this would be a negative for Astra, not just because of the huge equity raise that would be required, but of course, the dilution to growth and limited pipeline within Gilead. Uh, and of course, for Gilead, it would be seen as positive because any price higher than we are today is positive. Um, in that current setup, my view is uh, that uh, a deal between them would probably be more positive than the market view. I'm not saying that this is hugely positive. Uh, but that I think uh, a combined uh, cash deal for this would be better than the market assumes uh, this morning. Thank you. Good morning from Jeffries, Financial Specialist Sales, Monday 8th June. A uh, number of positive updates out across various stocks uh, in the spectrum. Stand chart, remember we upgraded uh, last week. That's had a very, very strong week. We're updating uh, with uh, market feedback there. ING, Rolson Alliance, Bird for Capital, Intermediate Capital as well. Uh, following recent events across those names. But overall, the SX7E had its first full week of gains since early February when markets were heading to their highs. Obviously, the ECB has set the risk tone. This week, we've got the Euro uh, Group Summit on the 11th, where we're expecting a further narrowing in the divisions around the European Recovery Fund. That's bound to be risk-positive. And then, of course, the big one on the 18th is Teltro 3, where we're expecting a monster take-up. We put out a very good summary around that late Friday afternoon, so I circulate again this morning. But clearly, there's a lot to focus on around the Eurozone names, for sure. And that's where the game's to be played.